spirituality, and wealth. Are you keeping them separate? Join us on today's show as host Deborah Atian Wilson, known as the intuitive spiritual and wealth coach, kicks that old mindset to the curb. Many seem to think life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. Deborah's Spiritual and Wealthy Show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic, and tell-it-like-it-is trademark radio style. So on with today's show, here's Deborah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my spiritual and wealthy peeps. So glad to be back with you. It has been a full week for me. Wow. It feels like it's been a few weeks, actually. I've had so much going on, which is really lovely. It's it's really nice. I don't know about you, but it's nice to have that really good tired. You know, you're just super tired. Your body is just like, I am complete. Let's lay this thing down. Um, but it's it's not because you've been lazing around and, you know, procrastinating. It's because you've gotten going and you're you're on it and doing it so anyways um super fun super fun week i actually had uh, one of my clients who's in my six months program fly out here from the east coast and she had two full days thank god she had a, a day to take uh, some time off and relax and integrate in between the two days but um it was just uh, super fun super great i do call my days uh, vip intensives and there is that word intensive for a reason because we just do some major lovely booty kicking and love them up and just such a great time so shout out to my beautiful client Cheryl who just totally rocked it totally opened and just wow what what a beautiful transformation super super joyful so love that love doing those things and those are full days for me a lot of people do um, VIP days that are like four or five hours and we really we kick it for eight hours <laughs> which is I know my coach would go what are you doing Deborah you know tone that down but there's just so much there's uh, there's just so much to do and give and support and so we just we pack it in we just totally pack it in so super fun um, also I had, I had the pleasure and honor. I know I mentioned, um, this beautiful being, um, a few months ago, uh, we have a wonderful teacher that has, um, been at our Waldorf school, my children's Waldorf school here in Boulder, um, for quite some time and other Waldorf schools and just an extraordinary teacher, extraordinary human being, just talk about, um, living life to the fullest. And he actually made his transition, I believe it was Sunday morning. And, um, and he, uh, he, you know, just uh, the the beauty of who he is and the people that are surrounding him, um, just completely amazing. Because um, in his philosophy, in his spiritual journey, he um, is uh, he is one who wanted, and those around him wanted to have um, kind of it's an, it feels to me like a very old school way, very traditional way. But we've kind of got away from that in the in the process of death and dying and how we process, um, you know, funerals and services. And memorials and all that kind of stuff. But the beauty here is that um, 
his body did not get embalmed. And I'm telling you guys this for a reason, because there's such beauty. You're like, Deborah, we're going to do questions and angel booty kicking. And that's true. But I want to start planting the seeds for all of us to really begin to look at, at death and the celebration of the rebirth of that being, um, if you will, into the cosmos. That might be the easiest way to say it. Um, and how we honor them and how we treat them. And I, there's this... Um, in our country, at least here in the U.S., I find that the majority, you know, we're so afraid to talk about death. We're so afraid to be around um, someone who's died, even if we've uh, loved them tremendously. The idea um, that it's almost like too much Hollywood, you know, the idea of being around um, someone's body where they have left um, is really, really uncomfortable for people. And um, so we, you know, we like to try and make it really pretty. We try and, you know, do all this stuff to make them look like how they did and and, and the truth of it is, in general, you're just not going to be able to do that because you have had a, a major energetic essence leave that physicalness. And so, of course, you know, there's going to be a difference in how they look. And so personally, for me, I, I just I'd rather see the natural state um, than, you know, the puffed up version for sure. That's just me, though. Um, but the beauty here is they do this wonderful um, three-day vigil. And the philosophy that um, he comes, which is, um, has a lot to do with Rudolf Steiner, um, for those of you familiar with Steiner, um, is that, that, you, that you sit with this body knowing that there's an essence of the soul's transition. Um, and so, I, you know, this is going to be a great one for future calls and bringing on some experts in this field for sure. But the beauty that I found with, it, with this, and this is actually the second time I've been able to do that, since I've been in Boulder, is um, the the body is surrounded by flowers and beautiful beeswax candles and silks and and, and royal material and um, and people come in and they read basically they're reading to the soul and their the, the idea is that we are supporting that soul to if you will these are my words um, kind of loosen that grip get used to not being in that material you know body that um, body temple anymore and making that transition and um, my gosh, I got to go yesterday and sit, um, and it was just beautiful. There was a man who came, and he was reading um, from Emerson, and and we brought flowers, and we brought beeswax candles, and we sat in prayer and just felt into the space. And I have to tell you, it just it was so royal. It really, to me, is that epitome of honoring the royal heritage that we all have. It was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. He just looked older, really. That's all he looked like. He just looked older. And so, you know, I just want to um, just send a loving message out to his beautiful family and the friends and everyone that's, that is supporting this type of out-of-the-box, really. I mean, truly, in a sense, out-of-the-box um, way to really honor our life experience because so so much of the now tradition is how fast can we, you know, you know, get to that graveside and bury that person or cremate them or something. And, and I think that makes it trickier for us that are left behind to actually heal and process. So that's kind of my first like little, little gem there that I just wanted to share, you know, and I would, I would highly recommend that we all begin to educate ourselves on, on a different way to really honor our loved ones, our friends and our family, those that we would have some sort of um, ability to, to make a difference in, in how that whole process, that whole healing journey and rebirth of that being, um, is. And I, I love it. They have, um, they have a website for him and someone wrote happy heavens day. So instead of happy birthday, it was happy heavens day. And I just 
you know, that's a different mindset, isn't it? It's just so, so beautiful. Mm, love it, love it, love it. Okay, so today we are doing angelic booty kicking. And, um, you know, that's just my fun way to say, you know, let's let's kick our mindset really to the curve that you hear in my little intro there. And um, I love to do it. It's, it's a way I can... Um, it can give, if you will, of my services um, for free, which is something that often many people ask for. And um, and I think I think a great way to intro this is that I will do these things. I've always done these things since I started radio. I often have done a lot of stuff that um, that would be complimentary and and will continue to do so. Um, but it is at my intuitive discretion and and when that feels right and true. If you go on my website, I do free Reiki. Um, that requires someone to send their picture, uh, their request to my PO box, and they don't get any kind of feedback um, to them. And as much as people say, I want it free, I want to do something, the truth is most people aren't willing to get off their booties to actually do stuff, um, even when, quote unquote, it's free. So, um, yeah, and I just want to talk about that too. If you send me um, a question or something on Facebook when we're doing this, Absolutely. I'm going to honor as many questions that come in live. In fact, we're taking live callers, 866-404-6519. So if you want to call in and get some loving, some booty kicking, be happy to help you with whatever area you would like to bring to the table. And um, I also just want to share that as busy as I am and I will continue to get, um, it's really, really just not conducive nor necessarily fair. I'm going to say this is a big boundary for me. It's really not fair. As much as I want to help the world, I do not have the time, um, the energy um, to be able to really answer all the questions that come in via email. In fact, on my website, it just says, you know, if you're asking a personal question, it'd be great for you to set up an appointment. So um, I did have someone do this this week, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this one on air, which I asked their permission. You'll be hearing that later. But I want you to think about the mindset around someone like me and how we think of people who, quote unquote, do spiritual work. I think we all do spiritual work, but in a sense, we're going to categorize something like what I do quote unquote, as more spiritual. If you see me, I'm doing little air quotes. Um, and it's fascinating because the mindset around that for the collective is that those services should be free. And even my beloved said, well, Deborah, you know, people just see you and you're talking. So certainly that, you know, why should someone quote unquote pay for that? And, you know, you don't understand the behind the scenes. You don't understand the this, this study, the education. And ultimately, if you're in that mindset that this should just be free, then who, who pays my mortgage? right? Who um, pays my grocery bill? Who pays for my children's education and whatever else I choose? You know, we would never go to a dentist. Or maybe you would. I don't know. I'm assuming most of us don't go and, and go to the car wash and say, you know, I'd like my car wash for free today. Uh, you don't go to the dentist and say, you know, that sounds really great about that crown. It's $1,000 today, but I'd really like it for free. And we don't go to the grocery store and say, I'd like that for free. In general, in the society I live in, we don't do that. So just Wrapping your brain around a different way to look at what people do and why we assume that someone should do it for free, right? Or to assume if they charge for that, which is, a you know, I'm big on really looking at this stuff with people. If someone charges for that, if there's an investment in it, then, then it can't be spiritual. And that's just debunked. We're going to be talking about that, too, because there was a great question. So... Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Again, 866404 6519. We're going to be taking calls. Otherwise, you're going to be hearing from me. Um, we have about one minute. 
And to let you know, we're going to be um, doing some uh, answers to some questions that came on Facebook. Like I said, we're going to do the email that came to me. And of course, we're going to be taking your stuff live. Isn't it amazing? The first quarter just flies as I'm just talking and talking. If we don't have anyone calling in live, then you're just going to be hearing me. And you know, if that's what you want, that's what you'll get. I can roll for hours. So uh, blessings to all of you. Think about it. If you have a question, even if you've called in before, we'd love to hear from you. See how you're doing how it's been since your last angel booty kicking so to speak and um, we'll definitely take it from there we had a first question that I'm just going to even start with by just saying what it is John from Facebook said so Deborah some think it is unspiritual to pursue wealth via providing service what advice would you offer to help them use their gifts and talents along the way so we'll be answering that question when we come back live on the air answering John's question from Facebook be right back Deborah Atian Wilson returns with more of the Spiritual and Wealthy Show after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Spiritual and Wealthy Show with Spiritual and Wealth Coach Deborah Atian Wilson. She enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually have both. And so, with more of her raw, authentic, and talent like it is trademark radio style, here's your host, Deborah Atian Wilson. 
And welcome back to some angelic booty kicking. So I'm answering John's question. Um, for whatever energy wants to come through for today, this question is great because it could be volumes and volumes of yammering and talking and books and, and has been and will be um, definitely a source of a subject for, for years to come, I'm sure. So John's question, just to review if you're just joining us, is some think it's spiritual to pursue wealth via providing service what advice would you offer to help them use their gifts and talents along the way and i just love this because obviously john has um a great spiritual and wealthy consciousness um and knows that there's a disconnect for people um really a mindset disconnect for people that um that to pursue quote unquote wealth right and often we talk about that in the form of money most people you know that's when where they're going um and and to be able to do something to to do what what we love and to really be of service and make a living at it again there's this big disconnect so so what do we do with that and and what i want to say is I've said this on the air before and definitely um, written about it, and it's in my forthcoming book. First of all, let's go with a higher consciousness around the mindset around what wealth is, okay? Um, Yes, can it include money? You bet your butt it can, for sure. If that is part of what you are calling forth in this lifetime um, as part of your spiritual journey is to investigate worthiness, uh, what does what does money really mean? What is the energy of money? All of that kind of stuff. And that stuff, obviously, I do in my coaching program. But let's just roll with this. This is what came through to me and in different variation has come through to other people as well. When we're looking at wealth, we're really looking at, you know, are we looking at something as materialism, materialistic? You know, a lot of people start really feeling like, oh, that's just too materialistic. I, I can't do that. Or I can't put a, a high quote unquote price tag on a service or a product I'm offering and and what we're going to say to you is why not you know that's up to you um, whatever you are doing and wanting to provide as a service or product which a product would be of service as well um, as long as you have another soul who is in agreement that they value that service at the level to which you are offering it why not why not who, who is that? Who is that hurting? No one. You're deciding something. Hopefully, intuitively, it's coming through you, right? So it's really spiritually aligned, and someone else is aligning, saying that there's value there, right? Um, that's exciting stuff. So let's look at the definition of true material wealth. So true material wealth from a spiritual, meaning a downloaded informational piece is that it comes from feeling joyful about what you created. So this is more than just money, right? Yes, it is money. But it is the wealthy consciousness. Being wealthy is a mindset, first and foremost, because we need to be able to be happy and joyful about what we're creating and not necessarily exactly what we have in our bank account. You can always make more money. You can. How joyful are you feeling about that? One of the things I talk about in my book is that you know we all know someone, depending on whatever level you want to put them, that has more, quote unquote, money than you do right? People we don't even know. And we make assumptions about them. We maybe we think they're shallow. Maybe they appear shallow. Maybe they appear greedy or whatever. You know, part of it too is to back out of that and decide what is good and right and true for you by going in, doing your prayer, doing your intention, doing your own spiritual journey and investigating for you. Not necessarily even um, listening to any of us out here, although it's a great guideline and great seed planter and great contrast. It's important for you to investigate it for yourself. I found it very important for me to understand and that's why I have pursued you know what we need to know about wealth and growth and spirituality and all that kind of stuff so here's the thing too I want to say 
and I have this highlighted in my book, you cannot not be spiritual. We are spiritual beings. The difference is, are we aware? Are we conscious? Is someone conscious that they are on a spiritual journey? How can we not be spiritual? And I think we have these different definitions of what spiritual means and what spirituality means. And we need to each individually come to grips with what we are saying about that, what we're believing true about that. And we often will say, oh, someone's not very spiritual if, uh, if they don't show up in a way that we want them to or a way that society feels that they need to behave. And so, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a little off here in that area, but it's really important to really look at what is spirituality. We are spiritual beings. We've come to roost, if you will to hang out in these earthly bodies and we've come here to explore and enjoy and decide for ourselves how to really understand our own potential and power and when you understand your own potential and power when you understand your own beauty and your own joy and your own spiritual worth you want to provide a service and if you decide if someone decides that they want to give of that service for free my gosh fantastic go do it mother Teresa, right that's something she did. And that's often this pinnacle being that we go, well, look at, she was so spiritual. She was so, you know, she was so pious, all these wonderful things. And she didn't charge anything. That's true. That was her calling. That was her soul's calling. You know, so if someone else wants to do, for example, for me, spiritual monthly coaching program programs, um, why not? Why not? If someone else sees a value in that, values the level of investment that is, why not? Why not uplift the planet with a product? A food product doesn't matter what it is so the advice I would give to really help people really use their gifts and talents is that this idea of your calling what you desire to do what you love to do why cannot that be your career why cannot that be a way that you bring in a lot of financial wonderful freedom for yourself for your family and then thus your community because in this way, you can actually be even of more service than just giving your time. You can actually write amazing, wonderful checks to charities, to people who are, who are just starting out, who are you know, going and getting educated or going out to do a world tour or something. You know, there is nothing wrong with pursuing wealth in the form of money. However, the little caveat that I will share that Spirit's sharing with me right now, if you expect money in and of itself to bring you happiness, you're going to be in for a really big surprise. You must bring that forth from the inside out, from the inside out. You must go from a place of gratitude about what you have right now, even if your bank account is really small, even if you've been feeling unwell, unworthy, whatever it is, you've got to go in. I found it no other way than to, to be still to be quiet, to be in meditation, to be in prayer, to ask meaningful questions and expect meaningful answers and to take guided action that's come. It's that journey that is really the wealth of our life for sure. So why not take your gifts, take your talents and zip them out there. And often what happens too, which I find with myself as well, people go, well, gosh, what you're doing, Deborah, is so easy. You know, gosh, you, you should be able to give that away. That's true, and I do. That's why I'm doing it right here. That's why I'm going to do it in other forms as well. Um, but why not also have the ability to attract the energy of money in the way that I so choose? That's part of my own spiritual journey, to take ceilings, right? We all have them. We have these ceilings and what we believe we're worthy of, of creating for ourselves. We'll take the next ceiling, do something with it. Even if you quote unquote don't want any more money than you have, why not play with that and, and shift your mindset? And if you want to give the, the next, you know, wealthy riches uh, away, give it away if that makes you feel good. The idea is that whatever you're doing, 
to really shift into the spiritual wealthy mindset and understanding is we want you feeling good. We want you feeling joyful. We want you feeling joyful in your relationships. We want you to feel joyful in your, in your, your money attraction. We want you to feel joyful in your health. We want you to be able to get up every day and be so thankful that you're living on this planet right now with what, however many days you have left on this planet, right? That is true wealth. And that is overall completely spiritual because you're a spiritual being. It cannot not be. Mm, love it. Okay. That is at least a big chunk that people can play with and meditate on. And, you know, don't take my word for it. Take this information to spirit. Go sit in meditation. Go play. Go be quiet. So delicious. So juicy. Okay. Um, don't think we have any live callers, which is fine. I can yammer and yammer. It's all good. Here's the funny part. People want free information, then they're like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to call in. Okay, let's go to uh, another Facebook question. So this is um, this is from um, Ula, who's actually uh, listening live, but they weren't going to call in, and she is asking some questions for a young friend that she's with today. So the questions are um, that this beautiful being, Charlotte, so hi, Charlotte. Um, she's having issues with her younger brother. That's one. He's six. Uh, and she's nine. I'm just catching on to those numbers there, Ula. <laughs> so cute. Nine. What a great, oh, what a beautiful time. Um, and uh, she's also wondering, um, in regards to these issues with her brother, basically, how can the angels help her and her brother to get along better? That's one. And how can she manage stress? Can you believe it? A wonderful six-year-old is asking how she can manage stress, which is great because we often don't think of kids as needing to manage stress. And hey, we're in these bodies, we're in this human experience, we're definitely, each of us, bumping up to things that we're going to feel some stress. And then what do we do with it? Isn't that an ongoing question for all of us? So the first thing that I'm going to say before we take our break, and I'll, I'll pay uh, definitely a lot of um, attention to the time and we'll bring the continued answer um, after we come back from the break, we have a few minutes here, is Charlotte, the first thing that I would say is um, throughout our lives, there are going to be people that we are going to kind of bump into. Uh, your brother's just showing you, you know, he's one of them, where we're not necessarily going to like how someone else shows up. And sometimes we're not necessarily going to like how we show up, mean, meaning how we behave or how, how someone is being with us, right? And so they provide this thing called contrast. And often when someone shows up in a way that, that doesn't feel so good to us, it gives us a, a bunch of clarity. It gives us some feedback. It gives us some understanding of how we would actually like to be treated, right? So when someone doesn't treat us so well, uh, whether, you know, you know, sometimes in the brother, sister, sibling stuff, you know, there's hitting, there's name calling, there's getting in trouble, there's all sorts of stuff. And, and what we end up showing people is how we want to get along. So that's one thing is just to look, how is your brother treating you? You know, he's only six, he hasn't been on the planet very long, you just three years uh, more than him. So you guys are all, you're new here on so many levels. And so, um, so besides this idea of, of what he's attempting to show you about how you like to be treated, how you can stand up for yourself and say, no, that doesn't feel good to me. I'd like something different. How you can work um, with the angelic realm around this is actually ask for help. That would be one thing. Um, that's really important. And the other thing is to listen to the prayers that come through. But what I'm seeing from the angels right now, so we're already asking them from, for help, is that they're showing me that there's something that your brother wants. 
Okay, there's something that your brother is really asking for. And I really get the word attention. He really wants to be with you in attention. Um, he wants your attention. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about that and what you can do and what you can pay attention to. All right? So we'll be Deborah Atian Wilson returns with more of the Spiritual and Wealthy Show after this short break. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in to DC Live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network for a fun and entertaining look into the music industry with your host, producer, songwriter, and musician, Don Cromwell. DC Live will feature interviews and live performances with an emphasis on connecting you, the fan, with the artists. Guests will include both established and new artists, as well as behind-the-scenes professionals. There will also be live in-studio and phone interviews, plus music associated with featured artists, and live performances on a regular basis, and a special segment of each show devoted to unknown musicians and bands. For more on Don, check out his website, doncromwellmusic.com. Ever wonder how the music business really works? What happens in a studio and what goes into making a hit record then be here for the interviews insights and live performances it's dc live hosted by producer songwriter and musician don cromwell tuesday nights at 8 p.m central on the rockstar radio network welcome back to the spiritual and wealthy show with spiritual and wealth coach deborah atian wilson she enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually have both and so with more of her raw authentic and talent like it is trademark radio style here's your host deborah atian wilson Okay, we have the sweetest question. So Charlotte is asking us, um, who she asked on Facebook through a beautiful friend, Ula, how she can get along with her brother. How can the angels help? And we were sharing with her that one of the things of the contrast in in relationship is that often we get to learn more about ourselves and, and how we want to be treated. And we can begin to ask for that. So there are these words called boundaries. We get to say, hey, that feels good. That doesn't feel good. I like that. I don't like that. And those are things that Charlotte gets to begin to say even to her brother. And be a teacher to him uh, as he's growing. And he's only six. Super cute. Um, one of the things I was telling um, Charlotte is that she can ask for help. So even at nighttime, she can go to bed with just the question on her mind um, to ask for help. Ask for ideas. Ask for inspiration that the angels can give her throughout the day that might come as ideas in her head, um, as thoughts, that um, she could do something different that might help her brother to feel um, a little bit more settled. 
I feel like the strongest thing, it's the easiest thing to say and see in relationship is it feels like her brother really wants, he wants your attention, Charlotte. Uh, you know, you're three years older than him and he just thinks the world of you. He loves you very much, even though the way he's showing up may not look like he loves you very much. And so that can be a little confusing to us, especially when we're young. Well, actually, when we're older, it can be confusing too. So um, they're showing me this idea of what's called a God box. And and since you asked about angels, maybe we make it an angel box. You can take a shoe box, you can take um, a, an old Kleenex box or something like that, and you can decorate it really beautiful with a lot of sparkles and just make a creative project. Maybe you can do that with Ula. And, um, and then you write little questions, little things that you want to get off your chest. This is part of how you manage your stress, how you deal with your stress and feeling funky is you can put sweet little notes asking the angels for help, put them in the God box or the angel box, and then let them go and just know that you're going to get help. Maybe someone's going to say something. You're going to have a thought when you wake up in the morning. You're going to have a dream. Things are going to start to happen when you pay attention and know and expect that the angels will answer you, okay? Um, the other thing is give your brother some time rather than waiting for him to, to pick at you or do things that seem irritating, um, is to go ahead and give him some time, meaning, um, fill him up, give him 15 minutes or 20 minutes of coloring together, or going outside to play. In other words, make it your idea when it feels good to you, rather than seeing him as a bother, you can see that he really desires your attention. He's come to earth to play with you and to learn from you. And so if you can make it your idea first to go and do some stuff that will help him to feel really loved and cherished by you, I don't think he's going to bug you so much. Is there still going to be some brother-sister stuff? Sure, but give him a little bit more attention, and I think you're going to see some more of the results. So blessings, 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 Charlotte. Very, very good. Um, the other thing, oh, one more thing. I just got this hit. Um, for managing stress, and Ula can teach you this, is um, before you go to bed or anytime that you're feeling kind of anxious or afraid or scared or something during the day, is you can just close your eyes for a minute, and you can picture your whole body filled with beautiful white sunshine light. This is a great way to cleanse and clear. And as you just breathe and imagine, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm imagining my body. I'm imagining your body that it's just completely filled with beautiful light, almost like you're um, filling up a glass with um, milk. So that's kind of just a great idea. If you started to fill, you fill a glass up with milk, it might fill from the bottom and then go to the top. But you're filling ultimately with this light coming in from the top and it's just going to fill the whole entire body. It's a great easy way. Even adults can do this. It's a very simple way. We just breathe. We bring in this beautiful light. We imagine it filling our whole entire body. And when it feels done or complete, then you're done with that. And it's a great, easy stress reliever for sure. Okay, blessing Charlotte. Uh, the number, we had a request for calling out the number, 866-404-6519. So if you want to be live with us on the second half of our show, you are welcome to do so. Okay, uh, one more from Facebook from Neil. Uh, Neil had a great, uh, he's, he's very practical. I love this. So he says, what practical tips do you suggest to live a spiritual and wealthy life right here, right now in the present moment? And I imagine that Neil was asking that as a broad question to help others because he's quite a teacher himself. And we're going to trust what came through, even if it's just for Neil or if it's for everyone. So first, very practical tip, and people don't like it. It's get quiet. You need to have some sort of time in the day, preferably maybe when you wake up and then again when you go to bed or like we were talking with Charlotte where you just stop and fill your body with light. 
But stopping and getting quiet and not just having a one-way conversation with the unseen spiritual world. This is where we get quiet, we breathe deeply, we begin to relax, we feel the benefits of getting quiet. Uh, Maybe we even go for a run. Maybe that's your thing. You go for a run, you take a bath. You do something that you're intending to know your connection with spirit, to expect to hear answers, to put out any kind of call for support and assistance, and just allow yourself to really understand that you're connected to all. You are an aspect of all of the matrix, right? So getting quiet is really important. And you know what people say often? I don't have time for that. And what I want to tell you is that you don't have time not to do that because when you do that, things get easier. Things get more practical. You'll get more flow of ideas and inspirations of how how to heal your body, how your business could be better, how you could be better in your partnerships with your friends, your families, all sorts of stuff. That will come a lot easier the more you take time to honor the fact that you are a spiritual being and to give your time to spiritually connect on a very, very conscious level through meditation, through some sort of active meditation. It doesn't have to look a certain way. You can even listen to music. It's one of the things I recommend. So that's one. Um, The other thing is be a spiritual detective. So this would be quite the investigator. The other tip I would recommend is investigate your thoughts. So what would that look like? You know, we make a judgment about someone or something or even ourselves. I would certainly take a moment to begin to notice what am I thinking What am I saying about myself? What am I saying about other people? What do I believe? What do I believe about spirituality? What do I believe about wealth? It's something we talked about that John brought up earlier. And even investigating illnesses, investigate um, injuries, that would definitely be, Neil's going to know what we're talking about here, um, is you go in and you ask meaningful questions. See, often we get too much in our head and we're like, oh, you know, uh, I had this accident because blank. Mm, Maybe but maybe there's more. Uh, Maybe I have the flu because, of course, there's this virus going around. Hmm, Maybe, but maybe there's more. See, I believe our body has a lot of wisdom to help us return to a state of grace and health and alignment and and is asking us basically to stop ignoring it. So I would investigate, is what I'm thinking the truth? Byron Katie does this. It's a great one. You know, is it true? How do I know it's true? right? Investigate these things. Often we just take on what other people say, family beliefs, uh, all of that kind of stuff. No matter whether you hear it here, you read it in a book, I highly encourage that you investigate for yourself. Is what you are believing, is it what you're thinking, uh, is that the truth? And so that's the second practical tip is investigate. Be the spiritual detective and investigate your life. Is it really true that I can't make more money? Is it really true there's not another job? Is it really true that there aren't any good men or women out there to form relationship with this? You know, what is your story? What are you saying? What's your chronic story? I love that. Um, Number three, it's so funny the way they said this, is this idea of um, keep your nose in your own business. This is hysterical. My mom and I often say, I think it was uh, was Abraham through Esther Hicks, that's something about, you know, keeping keeping your pie to yourself you know don't get in anyone else's pie so my mom and I often say you know oh, are you in someone's pie right now or keep out of my pie and we just you know we laugh because it's just so so human of us to just go and you know stick our nose in other people's business but what's really being said here is that you know often how we change the world often how we uh affect great change is well actually it is we go in it comes from the inside out. And so just notice, 
are you so much more focused on getting someone else to change, getting the world to change? Basically, are you trying to make things outside of yourself different, right? Are you so focused on someone else doing something wrong or someone else not doing it the way you want to, which is definitely a human issue for sure? Or are you going in and investigating even here? So this is kind of a further investigation just to notice, you know what? My business is with my own business. My business is in making sure that I stay healthy and I stay happy. My business is to make sure that my mindset is in groovy alignment, that I am really focused on the wonderful things that are in the world, the wonderful things about people. And so for practical tip number three would be really, really keep coming back home to yourself, coming home to roost in yourself, especially when you get so triggered, so freaked out, so unhappy or so whatever from something outside of yourself because everything that we are experiencing is an invitation to love. So that really goes with number three. Everything's an invitation to love. So what are we doing with it? Are we in the blame game? Are we saying, hmm, maybe there's a way I can think higher about this. Maybe I could be more compassionate. Maybe there's something that's showing up in my world that I need to even maybe investigate within myself. So that would be it for beautiful Neil. Ah, good stuff, people. Good stuff. Okay, I'm just going to check in with my producer. No, callers love it. Okay, so we have a few minutes before our next break. And, um, and then we'll have another 12 or so to, to yammer. So um, I did receive this email from Amanda. So hello, Amanda, for when you listen. Um, she wasn't going to necessarily be able to necessarily listen live because she has a time difference and some stuff going on. She's out of Germany. And um, she sent me an email, which I lovingly reminded her um, that we do have shows like this and asked her permission if I could actually share her email. And the reason that um, I didn't ignore this email is, A, because I had this um, the show, coincidentally, wink, wink, I'm sure synchronistically spirits all over this, but having this show and this ability to actually do um, um, this work. So um, we're definitely going to take this, and then we'll also take another call. We have um, Brenda from Arizona, so we will, we will take these. Probably this is going to be able to wrap up the show uh, in the next 15 minutes between the two, but, you know, I'll work fast if someone else calls in. So, again, 866-404-6519. So, um, um, Amanda, I'll just kind of, I'll start us off. So Amanda and her husband are having some experiences that she's not quite, um, sure about. And so she gave me some background about it. And, um, and what I want to share with you is that I'm someone who doesn't necessarily need the background. I just need the question and we can roll with it, of course, but it's kind of fun and interesting. I think you'll find it interesting. Um, and you know, you can even tune in and see what your own hit is on what her husband and her were experiencing and even tune into maybe where, um, their thinking is and how that might be affecting what's up for them. That's kind of a little, a little advanced hint here for you. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back and uh, we'll talk about uh, Amanda's issue. And um... Deborah Atian Wilson returns with more of the Spiritual and Wealthy Show after this short break. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life. 
and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high-on-life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Spiritual and Wealthy Show with Spiritual and Wealth Coach Deborah Atian Wilson. She enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually have both. And so, with more of her raw, authentic, and talent-like-it-is trademark radio style, here's your host, Deborah Atian Wilson. Okay, and welcome back. So we're answering beautiful questions, uh, Facebook, email, all sorts of stuff. So this question came in, um, and really there's some background. The question's actually pretty quick, uh, and I have uh, quite a bit to say about this, and then we'll take Brenda's call for sure. So thanks, Brenda, for being patient and wait. So here's Amanda. Um, she said, so things have been going on in my house lately and have definitely uh, that have definitely been strange, but I haven't thought much about them. I talk to God and my angels every single day, and I like to believe that I am surrounded by complete light and love. I do receive signs from them that I recognize, and I thank them all the time. I know that they are around me constantly. However, I'm going to say, (laughs) my husband is a bit of a skeptic. He believes in God and angels, but he's not really one to talk to them. He tries to make sense of everything. To be honest, it creeps him out a little bit. He does pray, but if it's not in human form, he's uncomfortable with knowing it's there. Is the best way I can explain it, I guess. I don't try and push anything on him, but I do tell him about my experiences, and I explain what I can to him when he asks me questions, but I respect his way of living life if that's how he is happy. I'm gonna. There's more here. I'm going to stop here really quick, because what I do want to say is, right here it says he does pray, right? But even... We need to remember that just in those conscious times that we're praying, um, that's not our 
just our prayer. We're constantly in prayer. Let's think of life as our prayer. So we're being conscious in what we're putting out there, and we're being not very conscious in what we're putting out there. A prayer might be more of a conscious moment, right, that we're connecting, we're wanting to connect in. Um, But then every thought all the feelings that we're putting out the rest of the day, we need to start looking at those as those their prayers. And people say, oh my gosh, but that's not a prayer. I'm not praying those things. I assure you, you are. You are a beacon. <laughs> and what you're thinking, what you're feeling, casting a net out there. So just want to say that. Okay, so back back to the night in question. Well, one night my husband was on my right and in my left ear, I felt someone blow in it. It wasn't like wind from a fan or anything. It was a puff of air in my ear. I didn't take this to be an angel. I have never heard of them giving physical signs like this. Um, And in my mind, immediately, I went to a possible being, my grandfather. Okay, so instantly she thought of her grandfather. But I've never received physical signs from him either. And I just didn't get a comforting feeling from it. But I shrugged my shoulders and went to sleep. The next night, my husband was woken up at 3.33 a.m., and he said he was terrified. He said he could feel a presence in the room, and he heard a giggle in his head. He told me about it, and I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. So interesting difference between the two, right? He has this experience. He's freaked out. She's like, ah, I want that experience. And she tells him, her instant hit, that was your angels waking you up. Don't be creeped out. They were just saying hello. He told me, no, this was not good. He woke up and got completely terrified by whatever he knew was there. I kind of just chalked it up to him being freaked out by anything inhuman in general. But strange things have been happening, and I can go into detail if you like. But I'm starting to get the feeling that it wasn't a good sign. So now she's doubting. I have been doing a lot of reading, and I've always known that repetitive numbers are a sign from the angels. But it seems like it's usually more 222, 444, that they would wake you up. All I can find about 333 is how the Trinity is being mocked by evil when you wake up at that time. I have my own thoughts about that idea right there. Um, We'll be sharing. Uh, After reading that stuff, it makes the strange things that have been happening for the last month make a lot of sense. And I do not like being a negative thinker, but I also don't want to ignore this. If, um, if the being, if, hold on, I don't want to ignore this. If the being in my house is not one of love, I guess I'm just looking for your opinion on if what I'm reading is correct. Will angels wake you up at 3.33, or do you think something was mocking the Trinity? I don't even know what that would mean, but um, I, you know, it's not a way I think, but we'll talk. I'm sorry if this is goofy. It's not goofy at all. It's great, great. I mean, these are things that are up for people. people. There's a lot of misconception and a lot of thinking in different directions that really creates a lot of confusion, um, which is exactly what she goes on to say. I'm just really confused right now, and I'm not sure what to believe. My husband was very adamant about the fact that whatever woke him up was not something good. The next night, he hung a cross above our bed and put our angel statues on the nightstand. And so I believe that he was really scared. And like I said, when I got that blow in my ear, I really didn't get a good and comforting vibe from it like I usually do if I'm receiving signs from the angels or my grandfather. Any opinion or advice on this would be great so that I would know how to move forward. I would really appreciate it. And again, if it's a bother, that's totally fine. I understand. Amanda. So Amanda, um, what I would say is, you know, uh, I'm going to do my best to give this justice on the air for sure and and hopefully get to Brenda. Now we have Kellyanne from Connecticut. Um, one of the things that's coming through, first of all, is um, is definitely your intention and your mindset around the house. The, the words that are coming to me is sacred space. Um, intend, 
Really, intend with your energy that your home, your space, is a sacred space. And let nothing sway you from that. Whatever you need to do. There's been rituals from, you know, God only knows when, where people feel some sort of ritualistic thing that they can do that makes them feel like they're clearing their house. You can call in extra angels. You can sage. You know, whatever you're called to do that makes you feel better, that brings you relief is going to be really important. But here's the thing. With my home, I am clear. My home is a beacon of light, period. End of story. That's it, right? Hear that. I'm really clear. My home is a beacon of light. There's there's no other option here, okay? Um, And the more you actually open up to your intuition and really that calling that there is more than just our seen world, which definitely a lot of men have a lot of problem with that for sure. Not all, but they definitely do. Um, There's something that's wanting to come forth more so. There is a curiosity from your husband, whether he is uh, vocalizing it or not. The problem here that I'm seeing is that your thoughts, his thoughts, are absolutely creating, um, you know, experiences that you're going to, if you keep looking for them, you're going to start validating as being negative or even saying evil. Um, You know, why... What is evil? I mean, that's something to take to your meditation. That is just a lack of love and light. There's no devil force out there. This is my humble opinion. This is my experience. There's no something trying to get you. But isn't it interesting how we start to focus on that? A lot of people do not want to wake up. They do not want to wake up to that inner voice, the beautiful inner voice that is here to guide you and support you and allow you to feel comforted and protected. And so they turn that off thinking that they're going to be in more control. But your husband's very experiences are really showing me that that actually makes him feel more out of control. So in whatever way that he's going to be um, guided to open up, that that's going to be for him for sure. And gosh, we only have five more minutes. Um, One of the things is I would really recommend really evaluating how much, and you're not going to be able to do this for your husband, but you could have a conversation. You know, you guys have a percentage of your energy that is running in the direction of fear of evil. As if there is something that could do something to you, do harm to you, take you, oh, you know, it's a very, you know, Linda Blair exorcist kind of thing. It's got, there's, there's something there. And I think it's really important to investigate why do you, why do you even give that any kind of energy? So let's go back to basic law of attraction. The more focus, attention, thoughts, and emotions you put in a certain direction, you will be rewarded whether you think that's good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to get something back in return from that that you're going to mark as a certain type of experience. So your creative energy is creating an amalgamation of experiences and thoughts that is creating something with you. Now, I'm going to give you my take on this whole enchilada here. One of the things that um, I'm seeing is the breeze in your ear actually was a wake-up. Um, it just really was. And what I will tell you about 333, which is completely different. Now, notice what you found compared to what I understand and what I have found to be true in my life. Total difference. You get to choose. 333 is generally this understanding around ascended masters. So, threes in multiple, 333, is generally about ascended masters. You could, uh, whoever you resonate with, Jesus, the Buddha, 
right? These are some ascended masters out there. Uh, Saint Germain might be one. Um, the Holy Mother. Uh, there's so many that we would call ascended masters having lived on the planet and transcended out of the body temple. And 3 through 3 is really about your being co completely protected. It's about you being totally loved and totally guided by these deliciously light beings. That's what that's about. What a different take you have. And we're, we're not trying to say you're wrong, but we're just trying to say, why would you even give this any energy? Truly. This is, this is part of that spiritual butt kicking. And if we don't get to the other callers, I'm so sorry. This is super important, I think, for most of us to really realize. I know I was freaked out as a kid. I know I felt different presences in my room, but I, I lacked the educated understanding of what that was. And so, yes, it did frighten me. But just because I felt frightened doesn't mean that I had something that was bad or evil in my room. It just meant that I was full of light, like you and your husband are, and there was an attraction um, of beings wanting to let you know that they're, they're around you. So let's go to the giggle in your husband's head. Super sweet. So he had this feeling of a presence. I've experienced that too many times, still do. Um, and there's a reason for that. Because in the physical world, they're trying to give you some scientific freaking proof that they're around you. Right? That's what the, what the pressure, that kind of pressure and presence in the room, there's some sort of knowing or feeling that there's beings with you. Um, that's the way we're tuning in. It's like we're this radio frequency and we're trying to tune into these beautiful beings. Um, and, and that's what your soul is, is really trying to awaken you to. Yes, there is more than the unseen world. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether your husband is comfortable with it or not. It doesn't matter if he believes in it or not. It's there. And it's there for our highest good, and we can tune into it to our highest frequency for our highest good or not. That's a choice. The giggle that he heard, so much sweetness. Now, fascinating, this idea of mocking the Trinity. You guys must have had this going in your vibration for a while. And so, therefore, boom, you got something that gave you some idea that this was happening. I don't see that at all. I see a very sweet, uh, it's more of a little girl. There's this energy of loss of innocence. And what I'm seeing is this loss of innocence actually around your husband. There's too much seriousness right around him. And literally, it's like with childlike adornment, this being is trying to get him literally to wake up, think about it, figuratively to wake up, to be lighter in what he's doing and to really bring more light, to really lighten up. And to focus on the light, I promise you, if you only give the light attention, if you only give the symbols that bring you relief, like the cross or the angels, uh, whatever you feel is delicious and good for you, if you only focus on the light, I promise you that that is the experience you're going to continue to have. And for whatever reason, this is happening in a way that is trying to get his attention. It's time to wake up. Someone's trying to tell him something that um, energetically he's ignoring for sure. So, Oh my gosh, we don't have time. I love you, Brenda. Thank you for joining us today on The Spiritual and Wealthy Show. For more information, you can reach Deborah on angelsandprosperity.com. This and other programs in the series can be downloaded free of charge from iTunes. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show returns next 